This is Dead Letter Radio, episode 17, and I'm your host as always, Taze, and this is Your Words, Your Podcast. This is the place uh, to hear great writing from around the world, and if one of your pieces are featured, I just give it a voice. Uh, You supply the words. This is your stage, your platform. I'm only here to assist uh, spread your writing. Thank you again, everyone, for tuning in and being with me uh, to uh, listen to some really great writing pieces from various people, but also thank you for carving out a part of your day to sit down and uh, just take these words in. Honestly, I would greatly appreciate it. The feedback and the outpouring has been amazing, and look, we made it to episode 17, almost 20. Uh, December feels like it was so far away since I started it. So if you're listening to this on Sunday and you're in my area, as always, this podcast comes out at 7 a.m. on Sunday, unless something terrible happens. Um, We're looking at a high of 56 degrees uh, Fahrenheit with rain most likely throughout the day and heavy rainfall, it says. Um, We came off of a really nice week where it almost felt like we were experiencing late spring, early summer weather, and now we're going back to, I guess, where we should be, which is that early spring weather, because part of the week is going to be rainy, so if you're into that, congratulations, and some of the days are going to be cold, even dipping down into the 40s, so yay, I guess, with that. But, back to the focus of this podcast, um... So this week's episode, I did something interesting, or I noticed something interesting, and I got a little creative on the pieces I chose and how they were arranged. And if you catch on to that, um, by the end of the episode, you can hear exactly what my reasoning for arranging them and maybe what theme or idea I was trying to convey. And uh, so pay attention to the pieces, how they're organized, and maybe how they line up. And listen to the end of the episode to see if you figured it out. Or if, uh, you know, maybe I was just stretching on what I was doing, you know. So definitely take a listen to that and see. But that is ultimately enough rambling from me. As always, every piece here will be featured in the description of the episode. So you can check out uh, the writer if they want to make themselves known. And you can let them know if you really enjoyed their piece or let me know which one you really enjoyed. So to begin... We're going to start with a piece by Absolute Hazard on Reddit, and it is titled, The 2AM Ceiling. Before going to sleep, I wrote to you, I love you. And at 2AM, my eyes were still stuck to my bedroom ceiling when my phone lit up, finally allowing me to see it. It was then the thought hit me like I could see it spelled out in the dark spots in the ceiling. How could I know there hadn't been a monster creeping from up my bedroom, hanging to the ceiling fan? How could I know there wasn't any danger lurking in my corner if I couldn't see that ceiling in the darkness of 2 a.m.? And then another thought hit me. How could I know beyond the ceiling there wasn't a world-ending catastrophe happening at that very instant? Maybe war with silent bombs, or a furious illness, or just the entire population of Earth inexplicably dropping dead, since all I could see was my ceiling and never what lied ahead. And beyond Earth, 
in the universe a giant ancient being ready to swallow the planet whole and what if we're all doomed and i merely did not know because all i could see was my ceiling and only half lit really from a text i wouldn't read until i woke up in the morning and i thought of checking it i did but the phone's light soon turned off and i ended up alone with no monster but my thoughts. So thank you, Absolute Hazard, uh, for sharing this piece. And if, as always, if you want to find them, um, it's Absolute Hazard on Reddit. Um, I really enjoyed it. Right, we discussed a little bit about it and that anxiety of sending a important, weighty message such as I love you. And um, maybe I'm speaking from experience, not specific the I love you part, but you send the big message and you put your phone down and you don't look at it anymore because uh, what's done is done. And I think you captured that anxiety uh, really well and masterfully and had fun with painting the thoughts that run through your mind uh, when you're in this type of situation that even though the phone lights up and there's a response, you don't check it to the fear of what it could be and I really liked the way the scenes you painted and the fun you had with it but the one I really enjoyed um, was where you bring out that the world could be ending beyond the ceiling that you're staring at at 2 a.m. and you would never know so an anxious piece but thank you for sharing I really loved it this next piece is by Carrie Hoyt, and you can find her on Twitter at C Danaher H. And it is titled Suggested Letter for Those Contemplating Ditching Work This April Morning. Dear Boss, I won't be in today. I'm going to the woods. If you need me, I'll be with the wind and miss the broken leaves, marveling the moss. Lost in still stripped trees, gathering my thoughts. So thank you, Carrie, uh, for sharing this piece. Um, and if you're listening to this episode, which I hope you are, uh, all the work that you sent in uh, was wonderful. And the reason I chose this one, and it was a struggle to decide which one I wanted to go with, uh, this one just speaks to me on a lot of different levels. It captures my dream of having a career, at least in the second half, where I just have the free time to go walk in the woods to gather my thoughts on a daily, and that just um, emotional experience and feeling of having a quiet, relaxing life to do so. Uh, so I just, I really like that for that reason, but I also think creativity-wise, for anyone who would consider themselves a creative person uh, to be able to get away, especially for me, that's nature. I love to go on hikes and walks and uh, just experience the natural life around me and marvel at the uniqueness and sometimes weirdness of it all or how insignificant we are, but also how everything's connected to almost gather your thoughts by getting out of your own head and to be at peace that experience uh, for me was always a way to motivate myself creatively in a creative sense and plus who doesn't like to uh, get a self-imposed day off uh, to do what they want and uh, 
you captured how I would want to spend it, honestly. So thank you, Carrie, for sharing such a lovely piece. This next one is by ohello underscore o at Reddit. And if you like their piece and want to find more of their work, you can go to the subreddit I Try to Write. And it is titled, almost forgot to say the title, Immortal Memory. The road is long. There is no ending. No stop sign. No colors. Just miles and miles of black charcoal and remembering you. So thank you, oh hello, for sharing uh, your piece of mortal memory. What kind of impact do we have on each other, either romantic, platonic, uh, stranger passing by, family members, when people are heavily, heaven, heavily involved in our lives? I think you captured the weight that their memory can serve on us that it is an endless road at times where there is no stop sign to take a break to stop thinking of that person in some capacity there's no colors to distract us it's just a constant uh, monotone memory the existence of their uh, what's the word silhouette weight uh, impression on you and I thought you captured that beautifully, because for better or worse, some people will be with us forever. Uh, they will always exist in our mind, and our memory, no matter where they go, uh, when they leave, how they leave. But for better or for worse, we still live on and still have to live our life. So hopefully it's, you know, if they have that impact on us, hopefully it's for a better but if it's for worse, it doesn't mean we can't keep uh, moving forward. Uh, so thank you, oh hello, uh, for sharing this. This next one is by Brad Goes Wild on Reddit, and it is titled "Lament of an Alcoholic." Shudder as I reread the title, "Admittance of Failure." Fingers spell out my own demise. I know I won't change, though I am told to. Life blazes by. I am but sedated observer, passively occupied, never free. Should a bottle come with a grave? Better for a grave to come with a bottle. Who is more in need when the former is forced upon them? Pause now. Inundated with self-doubt. Who reads the ravings of a madman? Why bother? Spark now. Pull from the bottle, pulls from the mind. Remember why. Why anything? Bottle fills in what mind cannot. Purpose. Pause again. Mind blinked. Mindless reach for bottle. I am what I am. Recollect. Remember. What I meant to be. Who I meant to be. Why I meant to care. Pull. Who cares? Does the man find the bottle, or does the bottle find the man? Does this even make sense? Wow, I think this might be gibberish. I guess everything is gibberish, if you think every writer is a clown. Whoever heard of a sad clown? 
LOL, who hasn't? More like, whoever heard of a worse cliché? Oh, I'm sad? Haha, <laughs> go cry about it, while you enjoy your privileged life. Pathetic. Pull. 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 Blank. Bottle gone. Mind gone. Purpose gone. Wallet gone. Belong in gutter. Wake up in soft bed. Repeat. Thank you, Brad Goes Wild, for sharing uh, this powerful piece. You really take us through the mind of um, a struggling alcoholic. That uh, repeated process that leads to self-loathing and hate, uh, questioning, that even expressing yourself um, can be, feel like it's just ravings or gibberish. And maybe you feel like a, a uh, worn cliche. And you look at yourself that maybe you thought uh, you just enjoyed a privileged life. And as chaotic as this piece is, I think that's what perfectly captures a mind dealing with addiction. That even knowing there's something you need to change, the repeated cycle doesn't mean that doesn't mean that because you know that something is wrong, you need to change, doesn't make it any easier to break it. I really liked your line where you said, what I meant to be, who I meant to be, why I meant to care, and then pull, who cares. Or what I took away from this, or reading it, every pull, every drink, made another reset. Where there's that building up of uh, regret and uh, maybe a positive change, another pull resets it. And then you have the sobering ending of even with everything gone and you feel like you should be in a gutter. Uh, you wake up in a bed and then the process repeats. So thank you for sharing this powerful piece. And one of the reasons I wanted to include it, while it's not something I've personally struggled with, I do know those who have. I've seen the effect of those who have. And I'm sure, especially because of the pandemic, that people who have struggled with this uh, might struggle again or have struggled again or those who uh, might be going through something uh, similar whether it's alcoholism or another addiction or what have you and I am a strong advocate that no matter what trials we're going through um, we should feel comfortable talking about it uh, and we should be comfortable to share it, and we should be feel comfortable to listen uh, to the different struggles that we all uh, go through, even though they may be unique to certain people. There shouldn't be a stigma of talking that this is what I am going through. And so I do appreciate this piece and capturing that mindset of someone struggling with addiction. So thank you uh, for sharing this, Brad Goes Wild. I really appreciate it. And it's great writing, in my opinion. This next one is by Alex, and it is titled, Last Night. Teeth of tombstones, a grave hill of vermilion now murky with the fester of grim crows. Fruit turns to ash, now candle wax covers my tongue. Rotten, repulsive, worm-ridden, starving, I can no longer taste. 
hollow wooing wind, the last wheeze of a whispered breath. Kraken called, mumbles in the shivering leaves, can a bird lose its song? I can no longer hear. Cherished memories, soon forgotten, the aroma of rekindled smoke, blown away. Beasts of old who've lost the scent of prey, poisonous perfume where roses bloomed. I can no longer smell. Statue gaze, past, present, and the future. It's all irrelevant now. Mannequin stare, colors stagnant bare. I am afraid, for I know what lies before me. Noir as the night, black, gray, white. I can no longer see. I reach out, one last touch of warmth before the endless cold. I did not fall ill. I did not grow old. I did not do a lot of things. I can no longer feel. Thank you, uh, Alex, for sharing your piece last night. You know, honestly, when I first read it, it reminded me of, excuse me, while I grab, um, just to make sure, I want to make sure I got the title right, because I'm always terrible at remembering names of things, an Edgar Allan Poe a piece titled Silence, a Fable. And the reason it reminded me of that is that piece as well has a very uh, descriptive scene and experience of a um, very grim and bleak and otherworldly feeling almost to a frightening extent uh, place. And before I kind of go into what your piece is about, um, that was the initial impact I got. It took me back to that specific uh, poem or story by Edgar Allan Poe. Uh, so kudos on that, really. Um, because I really, that's one of my favorite pieces that he wrote, and uh, he brought me right back to it. But on the background of this piece, uh, I have a quote from Alex regarding it, and he brings out that the idea behind the poem was about someone choosing to end their life through medication, and as they die, they lose their senses until there's nothing left. Another detail that I tried to work in was starting off strong with lots of imagery, but throughout the poem, the imagery gets weaker. This is supposed to represent the suicidal person's so demise. So, why did I want to include some background on this piece? Well, it's more, at least for me, from a technical standpoint of how Alex chose to write this. Um, I love that they started with this idea of the five senses, but also how they expanded upon it and then chipped it away as the poem went down, uh, the lacking of details and sensations until it withers and you uh, get to the lines, noir as the night, black, gray, white, I can no longer see. I reach out one last touch of warmth before the endless cold. Uh, when you start off in the beginning, you get things like teeth of tombstones, the grave hill of vermilion, now murky with the fester of grim crows, fruit turns to ash, now candle wax covers my tongue. So that descriptive whittling, um, I thought it was very cool and, and interesting and neat how you pulled it off. And I liked your reasoning behind it, even though it is obviously a sad uh, topic, 
but that is what writing is for, for exploring all facets of life and our experiences as uh, beings in this universe. So thank you, Alex, for sharing this piece. And that was the last one of this episode. So uh, did you catch what um, my theme or uh, narrative maybe I was building? I know I didn't really get a good I good uh, didn't put it in a good way of what I was looking for you to guess by the end of the episode um, because of something I kind of just stumbled upon. But I thought that if you consider all of the uh, pieces shared in this episode as a one complete narrative um, in terms of the ideas they portray, it kind of created a interesting complete story though dark um, in tone um, but we can do a quick recap if we start off in the beginning we have the piece the 2 a.m ceiling sending a heavy text like i love you and having your anxiety or we should say in this case the narrator's anxiety um, torturing them throughout the night keeping them up um, not knowing what's happening out in the world Let's say this is a, a uh, Sunday night. Then we have Monday morning comes around and we're at suggested letter for those contemplating ditching work. And uh, the narr- our narrator, our protagonist, decides not going to work. He had a long, he or she or they had a long night. And so they write a letter to their boss and say, I'm not going into work. I need to be out in nature to gather my thoughts um, after a stressful day. And then we go to Immortal Memory, where maybe that because that person they sent a message to, maybe someone else, whoever it was, has a heavy impact on them, and uh, it's something they can't shake, even maybe after they uh, took their walk in the woods, or maybe while they're walking in the woods, they are reflecting on this immortal memory of this person that seems endless. And then we go to Lament of an Alcoholic. Maybe our protagonist has been struggling with this vice. Maybe this incident, this message they felt like had a brag up. Maybe the I love you wasn't necessarily a declaration, but more of a farewell or a cry for help. And they relapsed or picked up uh, this vice and struggling with their self-worth as they deal with this. And then we go to last night which, as grim as it is, um, goes into a tale of their last moments on this earth uh, through uh, medicated suicide. So, yes, it is a dark uh, narrative that it gives off, but I thought it was kind of interesting that if you actually took all these pieces not as um, isolated, independent ones, but if you put them all in line and consider everything they say as a whole, as a complete narrative, it kind of paints its own story. Uh, Dark story, obviously, but its own story. That if you consider these were all written by the same person, or at least reflected on that same person, you have this tale of a person's descent um, and their last moments. So I thought that was kind of interesting, as I said. Sorry that it's dark and kind of pretty heavy, but I thought it was kind of interesting. And so I wanted to share that with you guys. Um, it also gave me something fun to do for this episode uh, inadvertently. 
So, did you get that right? Well, you can let me know if that's kind of what you thought I was uh, hinting at in the beginning of the episode. And, you know, you probably could rearrange these in different ways and come up with a different narrative. And maybe if you go back to previous episodes, you can actually rearrange those poems and come up with kind of like a hidden narrative in those. Um, I didn't plan for that, but maybe you guys uh, could figure something out. And I would love to hear if you're like, hey, this episode kind of has this narrative going on um, that someone could make a story out of. I think that would be really cool to see. That's enough of me, though, rambling on what I had fun with on this episode. Thank you so much everyone who contributed this episode and who's still contributing and supporting this podcast uh, it means the world as i said this in the beginning this was a little hobby i picked up side project as um, my work transitioned and i had a lot more free time or at least for free time in one place i should say and so i picked this up and gave it a go and i've been having a blast um reading so much wonderful work uh whether the happy sad um you know, dark or light or what have you. Uh, it's just it's just fun to see what people come up with, how they share their experiences, how they view life, what their unique record of life is, and their unique outlook. And I just feel honored that you guys allow me to read it. If you have enjoyed any of these pieces, definitely give any of these writers a shout out. You can find them in the description if they choose to share their info. If you, you want to reach out to them but don't know how, you can send me a message and let me know that you enjoyed their piece, their piece specifically, and I would love to let them know as well. And if you uh, enjoyed this episode and want to support the podcast, you can always leave a review on the sites like Apple Podcasts um, and let us know uh, what you enjoyed about the episode, or you know maybe when you listen to it, or how it impacts your week, or anything like that, because uh, it greatly uh, helps to know where the podcast stands. And I just love hearing feedback in general. It makes the whole thing worthwhile overall. Trying to think if there's anything else I need to say. Oh, if you're inspired to submit your own work, or if you want to submit another piece, or you know someone who uh, poetry or writing or letters should be shared, uh, you can find me at DeadLetterCast, that's C-A-S-T, on Twitter. That's where I do most of my... Um, interaction with listeners of the podcast. I'm also on Reddit at Dead Letter Radio. I'm also on Instagram on Dead Letter Radio, though I need to be more active there, which I keep saying every episode. And on Twitter, you can find me on a uh, on my profile. You can also see my email, and that is open now to people. So that if you prefer emailing your piece, send it in. All you really need to send is a title of the piece. If if you, if you have one, if you don't, no worries. Um, if you want to be credited, so you can either choose to be anonymous, or you can have your name or social media handle attached, and then the piece itself, and that will, and then you'll be good to go. And if your episode, I mean, if your piece is not used for that week's episode, it will be used for a future one. I usually hang on to them for a while, and uh, so that way everyone gets a good chance of having one of their pieces, uh, their work shared on this podcast. I think that's it. I think I covered everything, and I bet when I finish recording this, I will kick myself uh, remembering that I should have said something else. But as always, thank you guys so much for listening, so much for sending in your work, and so much for spending uh, this small fraction of your day with me, uh, your host, Taze, 
and this has been another episode of Dead Letter Radio, and I'm wishing you all safe travels.